Hey, 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 this is Reverend Hey, 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 this is Reverend James, and welcome to the show. And am I happy tonight because I got one of my very good friends, Carol Goldstein, who is the guest uh, host tonight, and she's going to talk about her new book. And I'm really, really excited for you all to meet Carol. I've talked about her many times on my show before. She's an author, an intuitive. uh, She's a mediator uh, and a lawyer. And she's a blogger, and she blogs under Carol Gold. So if you want to look at for some of her uh, blogs, I'm going to have her give you uh, her website information and everything as soon as she gets on. And she's my good friend. Uh, I've known her for many, many years. So there's uh, this is going to be an interesting show about two intuitives and our relationship, but uh, mostly about her book and how it's taken her all this time to um, bring forth this new information that's uh, will be it's really important for all of us to have guidelines and uh, a path to show us the way to move forward through ascension so i'd like to welcome my really good friend uh carol gold carol are you there i'm here jay thank you and i return the compliment it's a real joy and an honor to be doing the show with you tonight i've you know in the past i've i've come on once or twice just to do readings along with you but Tonight's kind of special, admittedly. Um, I am proud of the book and, and, and eager to have people um, get the guidance that's in it. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Um, for everybody that's just tuned in, Carolyn and I have been friends for a long time. I um, I feel like I worked through this book with you, kind of. Not that I uh, did any, helped you with any of the information or anything, but we you went through stages with this book so tell us how long it actually you've been working on the production of this book tell us the title um and um and don't forget to i want you to immediately put out your website because the chat room isn't up and i can't uh write it down unfortunately sure the, the my website is carol c a r o l e gold like the color carolgold.com and on there um one of the buttons you can click is to my um my blog so uh, carolgold.com you got to put an e on carol though the book you know the, the 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 broad answer is the book's taken me of my whole lifetime and i say that because mm. um it's really a a it's a culmination and an evolution and an awareness that I came to over, you know, decades of my own personal journey within and my own connection to source. I've written other books, but not like this one. This book was actually, I would say this book is channeled to some degree. I say that because the principles, the book is called The Questions God Will Ask prepping for the final exam. And the, the, the questions, and I'll get to how, why there are questions in the book, the questions actually came through almost like a channeling over a 48-hour period about a year and a half ago. Um, no, what am I saying? More <laughs> than that. No, more than that. Because, I'm yeah, it's got to be about three and a half years ago. Um, but what happened was once that came through and it came through very clearly, I almost couldn't stop writing for about 48 hours. The information just kept coming and coming and and evolving itself. Then it, it went through stages because 
I felt that the the questions, and we'll get to them in a minute, I felt that they needed context in order for people to truly understand. And so the book is both the channeled portion, which is the guidance of how to get through the ascension and also simply how to live in this 3D world and and beyond in a 5D world as well. Um, But it's also... um, It's also personal in the sense that I give stories or anecdotes or parables or whatever you want to call them for every single one of the 12 principles that are in the book. So um, there's a practical portion to the book, which is your guidance in how to get through your life in the highest possible frequency. And then there's the context of what those principles look like when they're in action, because I gave every principle a story that goes with it. So I I hope that's a good place where we can start. It it is a good place. I I remember it was probably about three and a half years ago. And what's very interesting on how, well, first off, you're very psychic or intuitive. And Carol is really interesting as an intuitive because she knows Jewish mysticism. Uh, as like a major, like some people major in uh, angelic work. But Carol really has studied um, so much in psychic uh, information. So she becomes a source that's more valuable than your regular psychic. And and I remember that uh, what, the reason why I bring this up is because Carol, you at first had, oh, it's going to go in this direction, and you set your sights, and then it's changed direction so many times um, because you allowed spirit to move you. And I want you to try to tell a little bit about a path on how you listened to get the information because people sometimes don't understand channeling totally, but the information came to you and you wrote it down and it like came through you. Um, and uh, if you can comment on that, I really like them to get that perspective of the path. Sure. Um, I would start, Jay, by, by just um, sort of uh, commenting on what you said about Jewish mysticism. I am Jewish by my family background, and I do practice Judaism to some degree, but I want to distinguish because in my mind, the way I understand mysticism, and when I say the way I understand it, I mean the way I've come to know it myself, is that mysticism transcends any religion, meaning all religions have their mystical ends to them or their mystical paths within them. But I think a mystic is a mystic is a mystic, and I don't really care what, what, you know, um, traditional um, religious orientation you come from. Mysticism is the, I think in my mind, it is the understanding of the oneness of the, of the, the, the union that ultimately has to take place between ourselves and our creator. And it's opening up to what that looks like and feels like and plays out in our lives like. So the evolution that, that you're referring to is that I, I started out my life, my teen years, my young adult, with a lot of shoulds, a lot of beliefs that weren't mine that were the, the environment, that were belonged to other people, whether it was family or friends or community or social structure, whatever. And the allowing <clears throat> has come from all of the dead ends 
that following other people's paths and belief systems and expectations led me to, I inevitably wound up someplace either I... Oh, no. She just dropped. So I'm going to stay on the line, um, and I'm going to just fill in a little bit because I'm sure she'll be calling back in very quickly. Um, So the interesting part about uh, Carol's book, and again, I'm going to start out, it's it's called The Questions Gods Will Ask Preparing for the Final Exam. So what she did is she got this information, um, and it came down uh, in a big lump sum at first. And, uh, and she said, well, you know, I think I should make tarot cards. I think I should do, because um, it's such interesting information. Um, Carol, are you there? Um, maybe not. Um, so Jay, I, I thought Jay, that was, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, yeah, I can sorry. again. I'm so sorry. Oh, no the problem. Must have dropped. Well, there's a lot of energy. I think there is a lot of energy, and and you know when we get together, a lot of times this happens too because we carry a lot of energy. Um, well, you know, Jay, let me say something. Jay, wait a minute. Ahead. This is an actual perfect example of the book. The premise of the book okay. is that everything is everything is energy, and that if you don't know how to yeah. use energy properly. It, it will manifest itself in your life through unhappiness and things that you don't want to have happen and ways that you don't want to live. The correct use of energy is the answer to everything because we are ultimately nothing more than energy. That's what we are at the quantum level. And so that's a great example of, you know, frequency. We, you're right. You and I get together and it's like, wow, and energy starts to fly. Yeah. And sometimes it interrupts other frequencies. And I think I teach it as vibration, but vibration is energy. So I see how we both have intuitive abilities, but we both uh, speak in a different uh, way so that different people can understand different things. And what I told my caller audience uh, earlier this week was that you were going to bring forth probably like the same ascension information, but it was going to be from a perspective that would uh, give them a different perspective because they can call my show all the time and hear me say stuff. But when you step in and hear somebody who has the same ability but a different perspective, it changes things for people. And that's why I love your book. Like you said, it's about energy, but I call it vibration. Um, and what you did with the book is you um, you broke it down into principles. Is that correct? I did, and, and let me say a couple of things. One, I often okay. use the word vibration in the book. I often use the word vibration. Oh. I, I, use, I use vibratory yeah. frequency very commonly because they are, in essence, one and the same. You're talking about vibrating on a certain frequency at a certain level, and so – it's a little bit of a mix and match because understanding vibration and frequency can be a little technical, but suffice it to say, we're basically talking about the same thing. So what I did, what, what was channeled were the 12, these 12 frequencies. I called them principles, principles of power. I call them principles of power because when you learn how to operate, how to live your life, 
at each of the 12 frequencies, you are vibrating consistent with creator. You are vibrating consistent with source. You are making the strongest connection. So let me give you an example of why I say that. If you're in your car and you want to listen to Beethoven, you can listen to AM all day and you're never going to hear Beethoven on your AM radio. You've got to tune into FM, which is a different frequency, actually a higher frequency, and that's where that level of music will be at. Well, it's no different with, with us and how we tune in. We can tune in at lower frequencies. We can tune in at higher frequencies. We can vibrate on any of those frequencies at a lower level, or we can vibrate at a higher level. So while I call them 12 principles, and they actually are 12 frequencies, they had to have names because we live in a world of language, and that's how we communicate. So the 12 principles have names, and the 12 principles, for example, are knowing, awakening, allowing, change, Forgiveness, courage, creativity. Okay, don't, don't go through all of them. Hold on a second. I want to, um, the first, I, I want to do just, a, I want to kind of get into them slowly instead okay. of all at once. So the the first, um, the first one was knowing, the second one was allowing. The second one was uh, awakening, the third one was allowing. Okay. So let's work through the first three as just kind of a general thing because Always I'm telling people, allow, allow, allow. And um, sometimes I feel like um, it's when you hear it from somebody else, like you've gone through a lot of allowing. That's why you have a book, because you started out with an an idea. And, uh, yes, information came through, but you had to really listen and allow. So go into, like, those first three principles, how that made you uh, actually write the book. Because I know you well, actually live these principles. <laughs> I do, I, I do, and um, so let's look at let's look at knowing, which is the first principle. Okay. This is how Perfect. this is how it plays out in the book. I first define the principle, and then I break down the definition into three parts. And for each one of those parts, there's a question that you ask yourself to know if you're vibrating at the highest possible level on that principle or frequency. And if you're not, you can know by the answer to the question, then you know what in your life you need to work on. So, for example, uh, knowing is defined as the confidence and certainty that comes from personal experience. The confidence and certainty that comes from personal experience. So what are the three key parts to that sentence? Well, confidence, certainty, and personal experience. So now let's look at confidence. What is confidence? It's the ability to stand firmly in your truth when you're challenged by either internal or external doubt. That's what confidence is, the ability to stand firmly in your truth when you're challenged, whether you're challenging yourself or you're cha- through doubt or someone else is doubting you. So what's the right. question you ask yourself to know if your confidence is where it needs to be? Here's the question. Have I forgotten the certainty with which I formed my idea and am I now allowing doubt to shake its foundation. 
That's the question you ask yourself to check your confidence level, to check your certainty. Go ahead. Right, and certainty is different than the confidence, correct? Yes, certainty is the unshakable knowing that comes from direct experience rather than faith or trust in someone else's experience. It's, it's certainty is, is, I like to say, I like to say that the Islamic terrorists have certainty. They're, they're crazy, but they're certain in what they believe. They don't, they don't, they're not following anyone else's direction. They have unwavering certainty. There's power in certainty. There's negative power and positive power. They have negative power in their certainty. So the question you ask yourself is, what is it that I am certain of in this experience? And depending on what you answer yourself, and obviously you need to ask and answer these questions honestly with ourselves, depending on what you ask or you ask, answer yourself, when you say, what is it that I'm certain of in this situation, you begin to realize that you have some personal knowing. You're certain because you had an experience that made you certain of what you're believing in at the moment or what you're doing or why you're choosing the path you're choosing. But you need confidence and you need certainty. And you also need personal experience in order to have what I call knowing. Now, what is knowing? You know, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it doesn't say, it doesn't say that Adam slept with Eve. It doesn't say he had sex with Eve. It doesn't say he, it says he knew her. He knew her. And the Bible uses that word all the time. What is, why is it using that word? Well, it's using that word because it's talking about the knowing, the, the, the certainty that comes from personal experience. He knew her because he was one with her. That's why he knew her. He had a personal experience with her that gave him unwavering knowledge of her and of his relationship to her. And so knowing is critical. It's a critical foundation that you know through personal experience because what you know personally, you don't have to rely on someone else for. You can have confidence and certainty in what you yourself personally experience. It's the best way to learn. It's the best way so, to grow. It's very interesting because somebody called into in my show and they said, um, I'm going to be taking Theta Healing. And um, and the reason why you do that is so that you learn for yourself, so that you have knowing for yourself. And so the one thing about your book that I think is the most important uh I I mean uh, the principles obviously are the most important, but it's the implication or the implementation that a person can utilize. We can actually answer our questions. We can actually go through experiences at the highest level just by addressing it um, correctly. And I think that's why it's so important when Carol brings out like certainty and knowing and personal experience. The reason why they're so valuable is because they will give you the conclusion. You can draw your conclusion for yourself. That's what makes the book powerful. You don't have to talk to Carol personally to figure out what's, uh, you know, your best and highest interest. You can follow through on your truth. 
And um, you can probably ad lib on that, right? Yes, so (laughs) exactly. What I would say, Jay, is that many years ago, I wrote a book called, well, I I wrote a, a sentence that said, the only journey worth taking is the journey within. And I actually wrote an e-book years ago called The Journey Within. And so this is the culmination of my understanding of what I had a very basic understanding of when I was younger, which is that all the answers are within. And that when we go outside of ourselves and get those answers from somewhere else or someone else, they're not authentically ours. And we don't have the kind of certainty in those answers that you have when you go through them yourself. Look, for example, how many times does a woman say, you just can't know what it's like to give birth till you have a baby? Well, it's true. You go through the experience, you have a knowing that someone who can never give birth or will never give birth will never know. That doesn't mean you can't have a child. It doesn't mean you can't adopt, but it means you'll never know that literal experience. And so the 12 principles are the principles of power are 12 experiences, 12 frequencies on which you have to have personal experience in order to create, in order to connect correctly with God, with source, with, with creator, with whatever word you use. So so tell us why you, I know why you wrote the book but tell the audience why you wrote the book um I and kind of tell about what you actually do for this world because um it's also in relationship to the book you give and give and give and you give on so many different levels and I would love you just to tap into just some of it and it um and tell us you know how you've gone from just giving like on blogs and stuff to actually why you wrote the book. I wrote, I wrote the book because um, there, in my experiences, there are certain, there are certain times in, in our, in each of our own awareness and awakening that the thing to do becomes self-evident. And I felt that since maybe the 19, late, maybe the 70s or the 80s when the self-help movement began and, and people became more spiritual and, and more questioning on the inner path, there's been a lot of knowledge that has taken us this far. But at every juncture, yeah. there's a need for more, knowledge, for more expansive knowledge. And this yeah. felt to me like more expansive knowledge. This feels to me like an answer because people either get trapped in religion or they get trapped in science. They either get trapped in religion or they get trapped in logic. This book is the blending of spirituality and quantum physics. This book is, I call it the right useness of energy. I think right useness is the word we're meant to use, not righteousness. Righteousness has a connotation of correct behavior based on somebody else's definition of what good is. Right useness is very simple. You plug your hair blower, you, you plug your, dr- your hair blower into the, a, a one-tenth uh, blower into a 220 outlet, you blow the fuse because energy has to be used properly. We are energy. If we don't use energy properly, I don't believe there's evil in the world. I believe there is the misuse of energy in the world. And when you don't use the highest energy the way it's supposed to be used, you blow the fuse in your own life. 
We create havoc. We create harm. We create hurt. We create fear. If we know how to use energy, then instead of creating negatively, we create the way we were intended to create, which is positively. And what the importance of the book is that you give each person a direction to find their answer, correct? I, yep, I absolutely do. The book is very, very practical. The, these questions are incredibly precise. And let you know if you, you know, and you don't have, no one has to know. No one has to know you've asked yourself this question. And so you can be completely honest in your answer. And your answer will tell you how far off the mark you are from where you want to be to be up, to be vibrating at the highest possible frequency of that particular principle. In addition, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I guess we can, we can get to some, something else later in the show, but there's a, there's actually a hidden message in the book, and it's at the end of the book, and it's um, it's actually the uh, the reason that we're alive. It's the it's it's the thing we all search for. It's our purpose in life, and the the twelve principles lead you to that answer, um, which is at the very end of the book. And it can even help you with your soul connection. Is that correct? It you mean your. Connecting within yourself with your soul? Yeah, with your higher soul purpose. You can figure that's, it out by utilizing the book. That's the whole purpose of the book is to elevate you as a as a being yeah. so that you're you're even closer to the to the source of all that is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's um it's really exciting for me because uh of it's brought a transformation for you too. And um may, because you've li- we've lived ascension for a very long time. We've both been psychics for a very long time. Carol and I met, we were talking earlier, and it goes way back. And she used to do her own show, and uh, I, um, I, I guess I sent her an email, is what she told me today. <laughs> and uh, um, the thing is, is that we've been on a path, and the path is to help people and uh we really do want to help people we're just that kind of people uh we know that we're light beings to serve and um she's bringing forth something that's going to help you uh and it's something that's simple enough that even i can use um even though it's from somebody a lot more intelligent than i <laughs> oh. Oh. But Jay, when you know, let, me something, let me say something about service. Yes. You just said we, we're both here to serve. Service is one of the principles. And one of the right. important things to know about service is, is that there are as many ways to serve as there are imaginings of ways to serve. So that service doesn't have to be a food, a, a bread line or a hospital visit. There are opportunities every single day in everyone's life to be of service. And that's why it's one of the principles. It's it's a very important principle, and we all do need to be of service. But what that looks like and how you check yourself for whether or not you are in service in some way is one of the, one of the things that's explained in the book. Nice. Um, oh, oh, I just lost it. Um, 
So let's take one caller. We won't take them all in a row. We'll just do like one caller and see um, where they're coming from and see um, what they're interested in. And then we can get back to, uh, um, you know, a couple other questions about the book. Uh, can you say Great. your website again, Carol? Yes, can it's Carol, dot com. The book is on Amazon. It's uh, both Kindle and paperback. So if you just go to Amazon and type in the questions God will ask, or uh, if you type in my name as the author, Carol Goldstein, um, it should come up. Yes. And uh, it's also, I posted it several times on Facebook, so you should be able to hit that link and go through. And you can hit the link here in the show, in the episode uh, information, and it'll take you right to see your book. Um, and there's so much that goes into a book. I've written a book myself, and it it really is a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> to, you know, kind it of is. give people an idea how hard it is to write a book. <laughs> It is. It is. It's a well. When you're real, when you're an author, and this is not my first book, but I think it's a book I was born to write. You're you're always writing in your head when you're an author. You're writing even when you're not at a keyboard or not at a pen or or a pencil. But but truthfully, a, a book is um, it's like giving birth in its own way, and it's a process, and it's a constant revisiting to make sure it's as clean and as clear and communicating what it is you intended yeah. to communicate. It's a, it's a challenge. It is. And they make it difficult for you to uh, publish it and everything else, don't they? So uh, you know, that's you really getting think... better, Jay. That's getting better because oh, Amazon good. and CreateSpace, they've merged and Kindle. And so it, it actually is a lot easier now, I think, than it ever was. But they still put you through the the hoops, and that's the other thing is follow through. So is one of the principles follow through or um, practice? No, it's actually um, the one I would say applies best is creativity. Um, uh, yeah, because creativity mm-hmm. is a process, and of course, follow through is part of that. But creativity is one of the principles. Uh, uh, real quickly, before we take the caller, let me just name the twelve of them. I'm not going to go into them, but okay. there's knowing, awakening, sure. allowing, change, forgiveness, courage, creativity, gratitude, service, oneness, joy, and love. Nice. Um, I'm gonna. I, I am gonna do the first caller. Let's do that, um, so that we can just see, uh, make sure that everything sounds good and everything too. Uh, Eight oh five. You're on the air. Who's this, and where are you calling from? Oh, thank you. This is Donna from California. Um, Carol, hi, Donna. I look forward to getting your hi, Reverend James. Uh, yeah, Carol, I look forward to getting your book. It really resonates with me because about three weeks I meditate for about a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour at night. And about three weeks ago, you know, I I do my meditation, then I pray, and I've been asking for things. And all of a sudden, I I got this message that said, it's coming soon. And I felt such gratefulness and such love in the heart area, and my whole body encompassed the message that I got. So I think that was the soul message. That's Donna. That's beautiful. You know, when you said it's coming soon, I had chills run up and down my body just rapidly. It's always an affirmation of you were smack on the truth. So you got you you were given a truth and you've spoken a truth, and that just makes me that makes my day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just 
wonderful. I mean, I mean, without a doubt or anything, it's like, yeah, there was so much love there and, you know, peace and, and, and a softness and a gentleness. And, yeah, it was wonderful. I so look forward to your book, Questions God Will Ask. Yes, the, the, the Questions God Will Ask, and the subtitle is Prepping for the Final Exam. Oh, wow, that sounds so interesting. Okay, yeah. I think you will really find it. uh, You know what's nice about it, especially if you're awakening or you're coming forward spiritually, is it actually gives you solid information to work through. You know, like some courses, they give you a lot of information, but they don't give you a lot of technique. They don't give you a lot. It lacks certain things. But this is something that you can actually go step by step to get the answer. And, um... Even somebody like me, you know, everybody thinks, oh, well, you're intuitive and you're getting messages directly to you. But you only get messages if you ask. You don't always know that you're on the correct path because you can listen and you, it's, you know, when we have something set in our mind, we can um, not actually listen correctly, <laughs> you know. So this actually can help you, even if you're intuitive already, straighten out your truth. Yeah, I think it it, it helps people refine. Yes, refine for sure. Refine where you are and and refine what's true for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Um, Did you have a question, Donna? Uh, About my love life. I mean, there's. I don't really have anyone in my life. It's been a while. Um, I'm 65, but you know, I look younger. I act younger. I'm pretty healthy and all, um, but I, you know, I'd like to meet someone. Jay, can and I, I want to know for a second? Can I jump in for a second? I just want you to know that the, the yeah. name Brian Brian came through to me, Donna. Um, it, oh. it, it was it was definitely the letter B, um, but I I thought I saw and heard Brian um, at the same time. So my 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 feeling was that there is someone. Um, in front of you, there is someone coming, um, unless that name already resonates for you, um, or that letter, mm-hmm. the beginning letter resonates for you. I, I do feel, I'm, I'm hearing go out, go out. I'm hearing in public. I'm hearing the meeting will be in public. Um, it doesn't necessarily, I'm not necessarily seeing that you'll have to deliberately go places to, in the hopes of meeting someone I just feel that it's going to be a public meeting of some kind, the first encounter, and um, that you should be open to seizing every opportunity to go out, just out, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I, I, I do get out, but I will get out more. You know, my getting out is mostly walking on the beach, reading my books, meditating, swimming at the gym, you know, things like that. But I'm going to be taking a few more courses, so that will be good. Um, The one thing that, yeah, I got one thing. Um, Just stop worrying that it won't happen. Know that it'll happen. And something that Carol can truly speak about is allowing. Um, And, uh, um, that's what I think you're, I feel like you have a little bit of a worry there. So it, you have to switch it to allow. Um, and Carol can maybe, uh, add on to that. Can't you? Yeah. 
I, I would add, <laughs> allowing is really key. It's the hardest thing we have to do as humans in our lifetime. We think other things are difficult, but actually allowing is the most because allowing comes from that thy will, not my will. It comes from trusting and believing that there is a flow, that you're in it, that, that, that what you want for yourself is ahead of you and possible and only our own doubt, that lack of certainty, is what causes us to act as a bar for that happening. So let me say that allowing is, um, I'm a lawyer by training, and so I'm a mm-hmm. less brain logical, rational, right? But I'm, I'm an intuitive, and so I'm both sides of that in my head. And so for me, allowing was really hard, and it's what's got in my way. It's, what, it's why I couldn't write this book until I knew what allowing was and was able to live it, because I was always trying to make things happen. I was always trying to be the force that was making it happen, or I was always trying to figure out how I could maneuver something or other to get what I wanted, not, with, not unethically, but still very actively. And it was when I gave it all up and just decided to allow and accept whatever came in front of me was what I was supposed to have or be or or do, everything shifted for me. And I oh, remember okay. it. Um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting concept, allowing. And uh, I think if you just listen to what she said, you can listen to it in the archive mm-hmm. again. Um, Carol really expressed it perfectly that, um, it is one of the hardest uh, it's probably one of the hardest principles in her book I would imagine uh, it, and I try to tell people all the time to allow too so can you maybe Carol tell just a little bit more about what it means to allow rather than I, I heard the concept but I, I want to refine it more uh, if you could for me, it takes, it, it's something I still work on because it's something I find needs refining and refining because there's levels and layers to allowing. But it is, it is, it is, it is not looking back and it's not looking forward. It's understanding that this really is all there is, the moment. You know, I like to say, I don't know, I don't necessarily remember accurately what happened a year ago, and I don't know what's going to happen a year from now with certainty. But the one thing I'm certain of is that I'm on this, I'm on this call, I'm on this show, that I'm, Jay is on the call and Don is on the call. And so the only thing that I need to be concerned with is that is to allow what's in front of me at the moment and trust that it's in my highest good and the highest good of everyone else who's involved in the interaction. And it, it's challenging because there's a, there's a, we all think we have to do, do, do. We have to make it happen. But when we know that out of nothing comes everything, right, out of, out of the great void comes everything that exists in the universe, then it makes a whole lot of sense to understand that it's not a matter of actively doing. It's a matter of allowing that flow to come your way and to allow yourself to be carried by that flow, not push, not push against the water, but allow the water to flow, to, to take you into its flow and take you where it knows you need to go. Now, let me just say one more thing. 
you're on both. We're on both sides of that. We are both the water and and we are both. We are the participant. We are the drop in the ocean and we are the ocean in a sense that we're we're an aspect of the ocean. We're an aspect of God, and so we have the same creative power on a smaller scale. God knows nothing about scale. Source only knows about form and motion, energy, and so it's trusting that we are part of something bigger than ourselves and that something bigger than ourselves knows how to make happen what we put out into the universe we desire to happen. Yeah, that makes sense because being in the present, being in the present, I think that I find that when I am in the present, there's a joyfulness about me because I'm, because it's gentle and yeah, and I can see how that would allow things to happen. Because when you're in the present, there's you know how how often is it that a lion is actually chasing you? I mean, we worry about things that never happen, and so when you're in the present, there's no need for concern or worry. You're just being in the moment, and in the moment, you can pretty much handle absolutely anything that comes your way. In the moment, yeah. yes. But with your book, Carol, you can actually get correct answers when you're having that fear of the lion that's nowhere to be found. But um, you can find out why you're having that fear, and you can get clarity, and you can uh, choose the true path. Is that correct? The 12 principles are the light that banishes the darkness. The fear is simply misunderstanding and not using the energy correctly. The minute you zero in on the questions and get your answers to yourself from the questions, you begin to immediately turn the light on into a temporary darkness. And it is absolutely all about not being fearful. Yes. And isn't it miraculous when you allow that it's not always the path that you think? Uh, you, you in your mind, you're thinking this is the path, but when you allow it, what comes forward can be completely different, but will be even more beneficial. hundred percent. I've knocked on a lot of doors thinking this was what I was supposed to do, this career direction, that career direction, even beyond being an attorney. I was always trying to make something happen. And the thing that is the path that I'm supposed to be on is the book. So all of those efforts did not materialize past a certain point because that isn't where I was supposed to be. It wasn't, I wasn't allowing. I was trying to make something happen that I thought was in my highest and best interest, but I wasn't asking the right questions of myself. And, you, and what they did was they gifted her the questions. They gifted me the questions. That's it was stunning. It was 48 hours. I'll never forget. I know where I was sitting. I know exactly what I was wearing. It's absolutely amazing because I couldn't stop. I just it was just coming through. First, the principles came through. Then the breakdown of the questions came through. And when I finished, I thought, like as Jay said earlier, is this like a tarot deck? What is this? Is it, should these be cards that people pull, or and and eventually it just it became the book because I wanted to give people as you said earlier, Jay. You talked about technique. Sometimes they give us too tech, too much technique and not enough of anything else. I wanted the book 
that I want the principles to have everyday practical application. And so those are the stories that go with each principle. Each principle has a context. So you can see either in my life or in some other life how it actually plays out. Um, I'm going to thank you, Donna, very much for calling in. I really appreciate all the uh, insightful information that you brought forward. And uh, I want to try to take it to another caller. So uh, namaste and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Um, did you want to say anything, Carol, before no, I no, I'll, let her go? No, no, I'll wait for the okay. caller. Okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm going to go right on to the next caller, which is a 509 uh, number. Um, 509, you're on the air. Can I give you first name? <clears throat> it's Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Pasco, Washington. Oh, nice. Do you have a question for Carol? Um, yeah, actually, I had a comment, too. I think I was, like, led to you guys tonight. I just saw she had written a book, and and I relate. I, I was really relating to you, Carol, when you were talking about how um, you had the things coming to you, um, you know, for your book and stuff. And so um, I'm going through a court case right now, and it's funny because, like, Joseph Smith had everything coming to him in the Mormon religion, and, and so he, like, was writing things down. And <laughs> they were uh, trying to paint me be, to be crazy in court the other day, and, and I had to use the Joseph Smith analogy. But I find that that's really cool because they don't question Joseph Smith. I mean, nobody asked if he was crazy. Nobody wants – does he need a mental exam because he had all these things coming to him? It's like – anyway, I just found that very comical. But um, – but yeah, congratulations on your book. That's that's really awesome. Um, and uh, I, I don't know how I found you guys. I, I just kind of like I I just like clicked on a page and there you were. And it was like, oh, I need to talk to her. <laughs> so, yes. So so that the 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 heaviness that you're feeling and the stress that you're feeling. And the uncertainty that you're feeling is all, I want you to just see yourself as going through a tunnel. And the light is in front of you. And this is just, you're just passing through. This is nothing that is going to permanently impact you in a negative way. This is an experience that you needed to have to strengthen yourself and, and turn in another direction from the direction you were going in. Is this making sense? Um, yeah, sort of. Okay. Because what I'm feeling is um, I'm just feeling a heaviness and a nervousness that will, will leave you soon is what I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah, yes. I, I, it was a heaviness and a nervousness because I don't. I found some things on my daughter's phone that left me so terrified and and concerned, and I didn't have help from him. And I went to the courts trying to get help, and nobody was listening. And it was there were alarming things on her phone, and nobody was paying any attention to it. And I'm like, something is going on here. What is wrong with you people? And then I get restrained from my children for trying to do it. It's like, what? Excuse me? 
the court system is the court system is not really equipped to properly deal with the kinds of things that you're experiencing and the important thing well, for I'm not you, either. <laughs> well, no, you are. You're, no, you absolutely are, which is why it's happened, which is why you found the stuff on the phone. You absolutely are, and that's the thing you have to – that's where the – I actually believe the questions would help you because that's where – separate from the pitch for the book, that's where you're going to find your strength, and that's where you're going to find your truth is in you continue to push through. You have what it takes. You absolutely do. That's why all this fell in your lap. Okay. Yes. And it's, uh, uh, I think it comes from your maternal instinct is what I got. <laughs> so, yes, I do think you have the strength. And um, maternal instinct probably the strongest instinct uh, on the planet. Um, and that's why you feel so offended or uh um, rejected by a system that can't work with emotions. It, it doesn't understand that, you know, uh, I feel bad for you because I do feel like it, there is a blockade in the judicial system for people that really do have uh, concerns. So, How old is your um, daughter? How old is your daughter? Well, she was 12. I mean, she was tw- yeah. when this all started and, and she had given me access to her Google account so I went on there, and I mean, this is a little girl who doesn't know anything about any anything to do with like uh, you know intimacy or anything like that. Like she's so naive to all of it, and I'm seeing what she's looking at, and I'm just like, what in the heck is going on? Like she doesn't even know what these things, and she's looking at things that make me cringe. Like that's my little girl looking at these types of things, and she acts so innocent, and I'm like, what? I don't even know who you, where's my daughter? Like, is your okay, dad doing that. something to you? Because like, she's looking at things that are suggestive of that to me. And any reasonable and prudent person would see these searches and go, what the heck is she doing? I mean, like, is her dad doing, I mean, like what? Okay. Here's what you need to do because, um, believe it or not, I can uh, identify with this story. Um, you have to, understand that no matter what she's been exposed to, you form the foundational principles for her in her life. And you exemplify for her how a young woman should be and Mm -hmm. what aspirations she should have. So what you have to do is trust that as long as you continue to try to keep her on the straight and narrow to the best of your ability – and you have to believe that you've put in enough good energy and enough foundational material that she'll weather this just fine. She'll weather That's this. That's what just I'm fine. thinking. It's it's to- because I mean she's looking at things like uh, like she, it was hard for her to sit in a car, and I'm like, what is that about? And then it's like she goes into other things that made me think. And now it's, it's almost like her dad's buying her a $40,000 car. She's going to be 15 next year in November. And it's like, what is he buying her that for? Like, why? <laughs> I don't even drive a $40,000 car. You know, my, I mean, 30, you know, like, and she's just going to go into high, like, why? <laughs> and he wouldn't work with me on anything I was finding. I'm like, Joe, there's some things we need to talk about with our daughter. And it was like brick or brick wall, brick wall. And then I put this app on her phone to monitor, and he gets mad and tells me to stay off her phone. 
I'm like, you should be thanking me for monitoring our daughter. Like, why are you, are you trying di- to keep me away? Divorced? Are you divorced? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. So it's, it's, a, it's its own world. And where there are children, it's its own more complicated world. I was a divorce attorney for 14 years. I had my own divorce. I had a 14-year-old when I got divorced. I know everything Mm. you're experiencing from both sides of this picture, both from being Uh an attorney and from being a mother and from being a divorced woman. And I am telling you that you have to back away from the drama. You have to back away from the drama. You have to think clearly for your daughter in her highest and best interest, and then you have to let go of the outcome. That doesn't mean you don't stay involved or care. It means you can't micromanage and you cannot make him be someone he isn't or have Mm -hmm. the values or principles that you have. You have to accept that or you will become part of the problem, and we want you to be part of the solution. Okay. Okay? Yeah, So, so... Um, I hope that helps. Um, I I do want to try to get in at least a couple more callers. So um, thank you for calling. And is there any last words that you wanted to say, Carol? No, just blessings and um, keep your focus where it needs to be. Listen back to this in in the archive because she did say stuff that was important uh, um, for you to grasp. Okay. Okay. And All right. Thank you namaste. so much. Thank you so much for calling. Yep. Bye. Um, and we're going to go right on to 562. 562, you're on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Yvonne from California. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, Do you have a question for Carol? Hi. Uh, yes. I uh, had a question. To, I guess it's called mediumship. Did she pick up messages from loved ones? I'm sorry. It, it, the phone cut out. The call cut out. What did you say, Yvonne? Uh, do you pick up messages from the other side from loved ones? I don't actively seek that. If it comes, I sometimes get them, but it's not what I – I mean, you can ask the question, and if there's something to be answered and I get it or Jay does, I am certainly will pass it on. Oh, okay. Well, I'll ask a different question. I'll just ask, uh, do you see a um, a guy in the future for me, like, for love, for, like, a love relationship, boyfriend or husband? So, Carol, what I want to ask is, can she use utilize the book to understand and get the answer for herself? Well, the, the, the point of the book is to make everyone self-empowered and make everyone be able to take that journey within so that you not only get your own answers to, your, to, the, to the key questions, but so that you can begin to create and manifest for yourself what it is you're seeking. Because think about this. I always like to say, if you can get it from someone else, they can take it with them when they go. But if you get it from within yourself, no one can take that from you. And it's actually how the um, Buddhists who were beaten by their Chinese captors could love their captors while they were beating them. Because the Chinese who were brutalizing the Buddhists couldn't make them stop being who they really were, which was loving and joyful. So that even in their suffering, they were loving and joyful. Now, I realize it's a very intense answer to, a, to, to not such an intense question. But what I'm trying to say, Yvonne, is that you will create that person in your life 
when you understand how you create, when you understand how to correctly use the energy that's available to you to bring to you that very person that you want. I feel that person is there, but I feel that there's a lot of work that needs to be done on how you're creating. Okay. I feel like the person's there too, and um, what I feel like is uh, exactly what Carol said, but uh, the way that I would explain it is is that you're not matching his vibration at the same level. Like his vibration is actually, you have to raise your vibration up higher right. so that you right. match his vibration. And uh, that's where I see the, the disconnect. Uh, to get to that answer is, a, uh, I think you have to really look at self-respect. Uh, what do you want in a relationship and all that kind of stuff? How w- would a person honor me? What honors me? Do I, you know, and ask all those questions, which um, obviously uh, Carol's book can a- help you uh, work through, like within three questions, I think. Is that correct, Carol? Well, I Is think it, it, I don't know what you mean by three. Oh, the three questions. Yes, for each principle. For if you look at the principle for love, probably the three questions will will help you. I feel it's it's combination of what Jay said, which is um, confidence. Did you say confidence, Jay? Uh, I said I thought it was like a self respect thing that she. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess it maybe confidence. Okay, I'm I not also feel sure about and that comes from certainty and, and personal knowing and experience. So I think for sure that um, getting yourself in a, in a more, um, not, I don't want to say structured, but I want to say, and I want, and, and positive is an overly used word, but I just feel, Yvonne, that you need to um, refocus, that they're, they're a little bit scattered in how you're creating, and so you're, you're, you're somewhat off the mark. And what Jay said is actually what the book does, which is help you raise your vibration. And then, as Jay intuited, there's someone out there, but his vibration right now isn't a match for you because you need to raise it, and absolutely that's what the book is for. Okay. Thanks so much, you guys. You're welcome. Yes. Namaste. Yeah. Okay. And um, let's do one more caller because it's almost the end of the show, Carol, unless you want to okay. – uh, actually, let's not. Let's uh, have you finish up the show and um, really say your website again. And um, let's just no, give ahead, us Jay. the Sorry. overall structure of the book. Right. Too. So the – did you say structure? Yeah, or yes, or you how you know what you want us really to know about the book. I want you to know that you have absolutely everything you need to do within you to create the very life that you're struggling and seeking and the purpose that you want to feel about your 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 place in the world and how you impact the world and why you're here. All of that is within you. How you get there, how you get there is a matter of how do you use the energy you were gifted. Again, the best analogy is plugging an appliance into an outlet where the voltages aren't, aren't harmonious and you blow the appliance and you blow the outlet 
every time you misuse energy in your life, you, you in essence blow the connection. You blow the connection with your own soul and you blow the connection to source because everything is just energy flowing constantly in motion. The book is born of my own awakening to how to use energy properly and to not get stuck in either a religious or a, a strictly spiritual mindset or a purely scientific or agnostic or atheist um, mindset, but to blend the, the logic and the reason with the spirit and the mystical and to, to have that perfect union, which is the union of all that is, the union, the unity of God, the unity of oneness. So it's bringing you to oneness within yourself, raising your own frequency so you can connect faster and easier and with greater grace and ease with the source of all that is. And the result of that is a lot of joy and a lot of personal peace and a lot of happiness. Carol, I wish I made it for two hours because I feel like we just touched on it so lightly. <laughs> so let's, let's do another show. Okay. Let's do another one. Sure. Uh, let's try to do next weekend. Okay. Okay. Um, sure. I'd love to. I, I'll call you. I'll call you and um, we'll make a date because I, I I feel like we got into it, but we didn't get into it enough because when people start realizing that this is a product that they can utilize to actually change reality, their reality, or to awaken them in their reality, um, they're going to want to hear it. They're going to want to know about it. So I'll do the last plug. It's 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 on Amazon okay. um, as Kindle yeah. and a paperback. It's called The Questions God Will Ask, Prepping for the Final Exam. Um, it just went up this week, and um, I, I you know I I hope you all read it, and and then I hope you review it after you do that. And I know you're going to feel inspired and encouraged by it. And a couple of people have already um, given me the feedback who purchased it and said. You know, they're they're meditating on it. It's so profound. So I wish you all blessing yeah. and, and, and with it all. And my website is carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, gold.com for all that I do. My other books are there. And um, this book is not up on that website, but it'll be up on Amazon. So, and the name of the book again was? The Questions God Will Ask, Prepping for the Final Exam. Thank you, Carol. I really love you, and I thank you for coming on the show. And I know this is beneficial for everybody. So um, if you uh, feel so inclined, please uh, support a true gifted life worker. Thanks, everybody, for coming. And remember, life is truly amazing. Uh, I'll talk to you thank soon, you, Carol. Jay. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, God bye bless bye. you. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Namaste.